like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Before I introduce today's Song of the Soul guests, I'd like all of you to get out your calendars or your calendar apps or even just a spare piece of paper to note an event that I'd love you all to include in your schedule. Because on November 2nd, we'll be holding Norton Spirit Radio's first annual supporter extravaganza and fundraiser. We're calling it Feed Your Body, Feed Your Soul, Turn Your Radio On. And it will start with a speaker in the afternoon from the Cornucopia Institute about family farms and organic standards. Then a meal of pizza and Middle Eastern foods made from almost all organic and or local ingredients. And followed by music by Peter Fippen, Robbie Crawford, and Sue West. It'll be a great evening and your presence will make it even better. Or you can just even send in a donation to sit in your place. Look for more info on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website and join us on November 2nd. Now to today's show. One of the sources of exciting new-to-me music is the annual event held in La Crosse called the Great River Folk Festival, held the last weekend in August. This year was no exception, and I added some really great musical additions to my experience. And today's Song of the Soul guest was part of the stage show on Saturday night of the festival. George McCorkle is a lead figure in the band called The May North, and their music is homegrown bluegrass, folk, and much more. On the web, they proclaim about their music, This is bluegrass without boundaries, folk without pretense, Honest storytelling without apology. We'll let you scope that out for yourself as we now go to the phones to talk to George McCorkle of the May North. George, I'm excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Hi, how's it going? Well, it's going pretty well. How's it there? Have you been vacationing a lot? You've been touring a lot? What keeps you busy? Just got off a pretty good vacation out to uh, the Great Northwest, out to Olympic National Park. For buddy's wedding and do some relaxing and just got back this week and we're hitting the road this afternoon for uh Inakwa and then stevens point so when you tour is it pretty much local wisconsin minnesota type thing or are you likely to be showing up in the pacific northwest touring or out in the northeast or alabama or whatever at this point we're uh, fairly regional we'd be into expanding our our routes if it's feasible how long has the May North existed? The May North's been around for about three years, maybe two years since we've really kind of had a full group together. 
started as Stephanie and I and slowly built our way up, adding a banjo and bass and dope. And when did you and Stephanie, you share a last name, so I kind of think that means maybe you're married or something, but <laughs> uh, when did you musically or otherwise combine? Stephanie and I met each other. Uh, we were both teaching at a music studio up in kind of the northwest uh, Twin Cities metro. I asked her if she, if she played any kind of bluegrass or anything like that, and which is a ploy to get her to come over to my house and jam with me. And that was about five years ago. And then we started playing music and writing music a couple years after that. And when did you merge your partnership? We've been married uh, just over three years. You didn't fiddle around too much to get to this. You know, that's within two years then that you consolidated, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it just kind of felt right. So we just figured there was really no reason in sitting around waiting. So yeah, it was pretty quick. On your website, George, it says about your music, it says, this is bluegrass without boundaries, folk without pretense, honest storytelling without apology. Is that a, a sign that you really don't want to be pigeonholed in one of those areas? You know, you've got your blues element, you've got your folk element, your bluegrass element. I haven't heard any, you know, heavy metal mentioned in the mix. That's, that's not where you're going, though. Yeah, probably not going to be going uh, the heavy metal route, but uh, we like to keep our options open, you know, just because we've all, everybody in the band has been influenced by so much music, you know, from folk to blues to bluegrass, and so uh, we're kind of a mix of all that, and we really like playing all those different styles, so we try to blend them together and keep our options open on what audiences will expect us to play. Well, you had such great energy when I saw you not too long ago at the Great River Folk Festival to see the five of you up there bouncing, swinging, just stringing. Well, it was an exciting time. Not so easy because the temperature was in the mid-90s. So putting out that kind of energy, how did you not short out the sound system with your sweat considering all the energy you were pouring out? We were just having a really good time. That was a great festival, great audience. You know, it's, it's easier to have a lot of energy when you're looking out there and there's a bunch of people out there listening to your music and enjoying it. We also just, you know, we feed off each other pretty well. And as you notice, you know, Chris um, Dobro can definitely hold his own with some of his licks and runs he's playing, as long as Stephanie as well, who uh, has, you know, been playing fiddle for 25 years. So she knows her way around that instrument as well. You know, actually, I talked to her after your performance. She told me, you know, she's only played the fiddle for a short period of time because she's actually a classically trained violinist. So it was a violin before, and only for the last few years is it a fiddle. So you, you can't, you, I think you're overselling her if you say she's been playing fiddle <laughs> for 25 years. <laughs> that is true. She grew up playing violin, but her family plays a lot of bluegrass as well. Her parents, uh, her mom's a bass player, her dad's a fiddle player, so... She knows all those standards. She's probably referring to, you know, really starting to dig into improvising and stuff like that as a fiddle player. It has been, uh, you know, evolved more over the last few years. You know, when we first met and I would tell her to take a break, she'd kind of get nervous and wonder what to do. But she's uh, put in a lot of time. She studied with Ryan Young from Trampled by Turtles for a while. He's shown her a lot of good stuff. and just She's always had all the knowledge. It's just a matter of kind of letting it all out. What were your influences, George? Where did you come from musically? I was a bit of a, I had a bit of a lazy start. I started, I was almost 17, I think, 
we had a foreign exchange student living with us uh, when I was a junior in high school from from Norway, and he fixed up my mom's old classical guitar that had always had a broken string on it as long as I could remember, and he picked it up and started playing some Nirvana tunes, and you know, I looked at him and said, that's easy, I can do that. Pretty much went from there, just got obsessed with playing guitar, played a bunch, and then uh, went off to college down in uh, southwest Wisconsin for a couple of years, and then decided to move up to the cities and go to McNally Smith College of Music, finished my degree there in guitar performance. And then as far as influences, you know, I started with a lot of the classic rock and, you know, Beatles and Stones and Tom Petty and Eric Clapton and all them, you know, made my way to some of the folk artists, you know, like Dylan and such, and, you know, some more contemporary people like Sam Beam from Iron and Wine. I uh, really like his songwriting. And also people like Gillian Welch and David Rawlings had been uh, pretty big influences on me as well. Well, why don't you show off some of those influences by starting us out with your first song for your Song of the Soul. How do we start out? We're starting off with the Buff Ground here. I figured this would be a good one. This was the first song that Steph and I kind of put together. This was before we had any group to speak of. We just kind of, I had a guitar part, and then we kind of worked out the lyrics together. So, this is the Buff Ground. Thank you. 
The song is Above Ground. It's written by George and Stephanie McCorkle, who are two of the five members of the Maine North. And I wanted to ask you right away, George, before we went on, the Maine North. That doesn't quite trip off my tongue. Where do those words come from? Uh, that was Stephanie. Um, we were talking one day about getting out of town, and she said something along the lines of, maybe we should go north. And she kind of came up with Maine North from that. We're really big fans of getting up in the north country and sitting around the lakes or, uh, you know, up on Lake Superior or anything like that. We like to, to get up there as often as we can just to kind of get away. So that's where we derived the band name from. Was it the month of May that you went north, or is it just that you may go north? Well, that's where she originally got it from, but, uh, it's you know, it's also where really when we started thinking about it, we both really liked the month of May because, you know, it's right once winter's kind of, finally left and everything started to green up and so we're big fans of the month of May and the direction north so that's kind of where it came from. My impression was that you grew up somewhere in northern Minnesota. Where exactly was hometown for you? I was born in Brainerd, Minnesota. I actually grew up in central Wisconsin though in Stevens Point. So you got the best of both worlds. Yeah I get to be a Packers fan and uh, I don't have to feel bad about it. So, above ground, what was the inspiration behind you there? What what were you really talking about there? That song was kind of a transition period for me. Um, I've been doing a lot of cover band kind of gigs for a lot of years and was just getting kind of burned out on it. I was writing a lot of my own music. The groups I was playing with weren't particularly interested in doing anything original. And so that was just kind of like, that chorus is just about kind of you know, keeping your dreams alive and not just, you know, running with the crowd, just trying to uh, start doing my own thing. Yeah, not burying them six feet under a cold mound. I mean, that sounds a little frigid, and that sounds a little bit North Country. And (laughs) that is, after all, from your CD, Songs from the North Country. Is North Country 100% your pedigree? Is it your heart? Yeah, we are big fans of the North Country. Um, You know, I could see us eventually moving up that way. You know, as we get older, uh, maybe trying to get a little bit out of the cities and moving up towards Duluth or uh, somewhere up that way. It just kind of always feels like home whenever we're up there. And you can't imagine yourself moving southward? Um, well, you know, if it happened, it would happen. I would, I would guess we'd probably, probably most likely end up moving north. But, uh, you know, if there was reason to move south, we'd probably we'd do that as well. Well, let's keep on moving in any case. What's the next song you want for your song at Soul? Why don't we do Winter Bottle Blues? Winter Bottle Blues. This doesn't sound like a sober song. What's the story behind this one? Well, this is a song I was just kind of messing around one day, and I just I came up with a little guitar riff. It's just a standard blues progression. And it was, it was one of those winters where it just, it just didn't quite want to peter out. So I wrote a song about the long, cold winters and drinking whiskey. And so are these two things you're pretty familiar with, the long, cold winters and the drinking the whiskey? (laughs) I probably sing about whiskey more than I drink, but I've had my fair share. The song is Winter Bottle Blues, written by George McCorkle, performed by the May North. Well, I stepped outside, couldn't believe how cold it was. Well, it's hell here in winter, but it's lovely in the fall. Oh, why don't you come over, blow my blues away? 
Oh, there's whiskey in that bottle, but I know that it'll be there long. Come back, running just as fast as I can. Well, she's hell on wheels, and I just can't keep up. Oh, why don't you come over? Blow my blues away. So I best not say, well, you meet the devil, we best go our several ways. Oh, why don't you come over and blow my blues away? Oh, there's whiskey in that bottle and it's itching to get drank. Well, it's still cold outside and I know what to do. Well, I might as well sit around oh, and pick myself some blues. Oh, why don't you come over and blow my blues away? web go to themaynorth.com and you'll find that song it's winter bottle blues it's from their first cd which is called songs from the north country you can of course buy it out on cd baby or you can get the songs directly from itunes winter bottle blues by george mccorkle and he's with us here today as my guest for song of the soul those blues that you get living up there in the north but it sounds like you're kind of reconciled to it. I mean, this past year must have been kind of rough. You know, we had the big dumping of snow right at the beginning of May. That was a, a little extreme even for our usual North Country. Yeah, it was It was a bit of a tough winter. It seemed like uh, we were on the road a lot January, February, and March, and it seemed like every, every weekend when we were packing up the van, it would start snowing Friday afternoon just to make our lives that much easier. A lot of icy road travel last uh, last winter. How much are you blues in your bones? I mean, there's a certain style of life, I think, that really feeds the blues. And I just don't have the sense of you that, you, that, that you're that messed up or anything. No, uh, I'm, I'm not too blue. I got it pretty good. I got, I got a good band. I, uh, I teach private guitar lessons all week. My wife's in the band, so then I don't get in trouble for being on the road every weekend. So, yeah, I, I'm not all too blue, but I... I just love the idea of the blues. I love playing the blues. It's probably what I grew up on playing. I'm a fairly newcomer to bluegrass, I would say, as far as the real traditional stuff. 
I didn't really get put into that position until I started dating my wife, Steph. And the first time I met her family, they were having a bluegrass jam with a bunch of friends, and they didn't talk to me at all. They just told me to play guitar because they had heard some <laughs> stuff that I played. They, so after I got I got around to the tunes, and they, uh, they're like, oh, this guy's all right, but they never even, they didn't ask me any questions about why I was considering dating their daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a musical introduction to a family is it at least cuts through the small talk. You don't have to do too much of that. Just put some tunes on, huh? Yep. Is that what a family re- reunion with Stephanie's family is like? Is it always music, music, and music? Yeah, I would say I think every time we get together, the instruments come out. But you mentioned that when you got the classic guitar down off the wall, it had had broken string, and it was your mother's guitar how much music did you have at home? Did you not get it from your parents? No, not really at all. My sister, we had a piano. My sister did some piano lessons for a bit. But, um, yeah, my mom just had an old guitar that I don't think she ever really learned to play. So, yeah, not much music. I played sax for about half a year, I think, in sixth grade and didn't like it. And then I quit. And I didn't uh, pick up anything until I was a junior until I found a guitar. Well, I'm glad you did find it. Again, seeing you there at the Great River Folk Festival was such a shot in the arm energy. It was just really good stuff. So give us some more of that good energy for your Song of the Soul. Why don't we uh, play Interstate Lives now? Okay, Interstate Lives. We can go with that. Again, this song, I mean, it sounds like a traveling song. It sounds like connecting with mountains type song. I guess in northern Minnesota, you don't exactly have mountains. you got something kind of big hilly things that really don't compare to the Blue Ridge Mountains. Was this actually written as part of a trip or a result of a trip? Yeah, this is, uh, this is the title track off our second album, and it was my wife and I took a road trip down to Asheville, North Carolina, or uh, I guess technically Black Mountain, North Carolina, which is just outside of Asheville, to see our good friend who had lived in the cities for a little while. She had uh, she met a nice boy down there, and we were going down to, to vet him and make sure make sure he was good enough. So we uh, took a road trip and drove straight through the middle of the night. Kind of talked about our road trip and getting down to the Blue Ridge. I hadn't been down to the Blue Ridge Mountains in quite some time since I was a kid, so uh, it was kind of cool to get down there and see North Carolina. And it's just beautiful country. And in there, there's a line, I think you say... These wise mountains begging us to be something, part of something bigger than we. Are you a mountain fan particularly? Is there a mountain man in George McCorkle? Actually, Stephanie wrote that line, and that actually uh, that kind of refers to our friend. She's uh, she's a bit of an environmental activist down that way. Uh, she's from North Carolina, and she's uh, trying to protect the Blue Ridge Mountains from having the mountaintop removal and all that stuff going on down there. So she would always refer to them as Wise Mountains. So that's where that line actually comes from. So Interstate Lives, title song of the CD by the May North, written by George and Stephanie McCorkle. George is here with us today. Let's do it. Interstate Lives. Driving fast through the middle of the night by the morning the blue 
Beautiful song about traveling and about mountains and about connecting with the big things. And it's by the May North, George McCorkle, here today with us. And it's a perfectly appropriate song to be sharing is Song of the Soul. This is Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production. I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet. We're on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you can listen to and download eight years of our programs. You can find links to our guests, like you'll find themaynorth.com, or you'll find our link to their Facebook page. You'll also find a place to leave comments. And we do love to have your comments. We love two-way communication. There's also a place there to make donations to Northern Spirit Radio. I also want to remind you to support your local community radio station, It's a source of news and of music that you just don't get on the commercial stations or even public radio. So your community radio station deserves your time and your money. So please make sure you help them out. Again, we're with George McCorkle of the May North. That's the band. Out of the Twin Cities is where they function. The song we just heard, Interstate Lives, title track of that CD. You've got two CDs out so far, George. Interstate Lives is the second of them. You got another one coming up soon? Yeah, we got a lot, we got quite a bit of new material. I would guess we're hoping to put something out in 2014. We put both of them out last last year in 2012. So we figured this year we'd take it a little bit easy, focus on gigging and just writing more new material. But yeah, we should have something out next year, I would think. Well, keep showering us with this good material that you put out from your first two CDs. So or whatever you want to share. What's up next for Song of the Soul? Let's go with Mission by the Bay. And why would you want to include that in your Song of the Soul? That song, uh, if we get the right audience, they seem to really like it. It's definitely uh, one of our mellower tunes, but I really like it. It was inspired by uh, a guy we met. We were on vacation out in San Francisco and met a guy who was from Hibbing, Minnesota, and he was he was up from L.A., and he was trying to make uh, make a go of it as an actor. And just met him that one time, and I was kind of had this guitar part and this melody and started writing uh, some lyrics about, you know, the conflicting lines between living in L.A. and coming from Hibbing, Minnesota, which is uh, quite a different experience, I would, I would guess. <laughs> quite, quite a different experience. <laughs> many, many decades ago now, several decades ago, I hitchhiked from Wisconsin, ended up in L.A., went north to San Francisco. The experience of hitchhiking through, say, Missouri versus hitchhiking through L.A. is a very different experience. The people, the energy, the the whole concept of life, I think, is different in those areas. And so I just can't quite imagine a Hibbing boy being nurtured at his roots in the big city, in the big, big, big city. Minnesota nice is a nice thing. 
you know, where, where people stop by and help you in this. It took me all day to hitchhike 80 miles going across L.A., whereas I, you know, travel hundreds of miles elsewhere. What's your impression of California? Does it feed you much? I've spent a, quite a bit of time out there. My sister lived out in San Francisco for about six or seven years. So I would make a usually an annual trip out there just to uh, see her. I like northern California probably better than southern. Just uh, the area around San Francisco, just uh, north of the city and south of the city. is really beautiful coastline and everything like that. I should mention that my shows, you know, they're syndicated across the USA. It appears that there are four stations in California which carry my programs. And so, and those are emphasized in the northern half of the state. So I think that there's some compatibility between the music and the interviews that I share and the people there. So I feel some commonality with them, including I give a shout out right now to the people in Garberville who've been listening to this program for the last year or two. A lot of really good folk and a lot of good energy over there. And why don't you keep us going with more good energy by sharing another song? What's up next? Uh, we're going to do Love Her Well. And I bet you have a reason for that. Why did you love her well? <laughs> why is this included? Actually, I wrote that song, uh, oddly enough, on our uh, my wife and I's honeymoon. And it's, it's a, definitely a bit of a traveling song. Uh, we did a road trip from Minnesota out to uh, Olympic National Park. Spent three weeks out on the peninsula. Just kind of bumming around, camping, and checking out the sites. So the verses are kind of tr about traveling, and the chorus is kind of about loved her well, meaning uh, if anything ever happened, I would hope that people thought that I loved her well. Oh, I love 
than I could ever get done. And sit down here and pick a tune with me. It's under the stars, and that's where I want to be. George McCorkle here today for Song of the Soul. As you said, George, you know, it's a traveling song, it's a honeymoon song, it's about the important thing being love. And that gets me to something I've just not asked you about yet much, about your spiritual or religious or your your big picture views. Some people get kind of pigeonhole that energy, but I think it's a, a pretty big energy. I always figure that love is an essential part of any good spirituality or religion or whatever. What's that journey been like for you? Where are you now? Well, I grew up in the Catholic Church, so uh, that's kind of where I started off. Currently, uh, I'm a bit of a wanderer, I guess I would say. I don't have real strong opinions on anything uh, as far as religion goes. I just feel people are free to kind of choose their own way with that. I don't really try to press anybody into any corners as far as what they should or shouldn't believe. Did you travel anywhere after you were Catholic? Did you check anything else out, or was it like, okay, I'm Catholic? Well, I guess I'm not. I'm I'm just a free agent right now. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I'm a bit of a free agent currently. So you didn't check anything else out? No, I didn't. I just kind of... I've, uh, I would say music has been uh, my main obsession for the last decade of my life. So music is kind of your religion, eh? I guess, uh, yeah, you could put it that way. That's usually where you'll find me on uh, on Sunday mornings if we're not traveling. It's usually a pot of coffee and Steph and I picking songs. Sometimes we'll do, uh, if we're with friends, we'll do, uh, we'll do gospel hours on play some of those, you know, swing low kind of songs and uh you know gillian welch has some good gospel tunes and so we'll pick some stuff like that you know if we got friends around and it's a sunday morning we'll we'll do something like that whatever you want to call that are there any george mccorkle gospel songs out there you know i don't think i don't think i've written a gospel song yet so <laughs> maybe on the next album it sounds like it could be good in the meantime give us another song song of the soul uh, blue diamond blues blue diamond blues do you happen to own a blue diamond? What do, I don't even know really what a blue diamond is. This one's about kind of well, it's a finger picking tune. Uh, it's, it's you know it's in a kind of a finger picking blues kind of song. 
in my uh, my attempt to sound somewhat like Doc Watson, who has also been a pretty big influence on me musically. But uh, the song is about before I'd met Steph and kind of that whole season in life when, you know, you're trying to meet a nice girl and all that, but it seems like every girl you meet already has a diamond on her hand. And so uh, it's kind of lyrically based around that, just trying to find a girl who wasn't, you know, wasn't already married. I tend to think of folk musicians, let's say, as not being quite as wild as the rock musicians. Uh, maybe even not as wild as the blues people, you know, you party hardy or whatever. Was there a different way of life, a different outlook? I mean, you you were playing with the cover bands and all that kind of thing in the past. Was this a, a rock musician's life you were living? You know, we had a pretty good time when we were doing it, I would say. But, you know, we, I guess sometimes we lived like rock stars for a short period there in my early 20s when, uh, when you could get away with it. <laughs> and now you're not up to it anymore. I mean, 10 years later, all of a sudden the bones ache a little bit and you need your sleep. Yeah. You know, we try to, uh, we try to get some sleep on the road. Usually if anything keeps us up at night, it's picking with other musicians, you know, and if there happens to be some beers or a bottle of whiskey around, then that might be the case. But, uh, just a lot about, uh, you know, networking with people, connecting with people and jamming songs with different bands and stuff when that happens to be the case. Well, the song may be about trying to connect a little bit with that dissolute life. The song is Blue Diamond Blues. It's written by my guest, George McCorkle, of the May North, and it's from their Interstate Live CD, Blue Diamond Blues. Already got my diamond ring And I ain't never seen a woman 
favorite line from that song. Got time and money, just not much of either one. <laughs> Isn't that the situation with most musicians? They, at least they got the riches of music. It's by George McCorkle of the group The May North. And their website, themaynorth.com. Or you can find them out on Facebook. Get their music on iTunes and CD Baby. Blue Diamond Blues, a little bit about uh, the hard things before you before you struck gold, I guess, and, and got Stephanie in your life. Is that the way it feels to you? Is it jackpot time here? Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like, you know, I definitely uh, <laughs> think it probably uh, helped through my coverage on meeting Steph. <laughs> just having a fiddle player, I mean, uh, and she's just awesome. So I feel like you need to... If you're a musician, it's it's hard to explain that passion to people who just uh, sometimes don't quite understand it. So it's a shared passion right in the middle of your marriage. Let's mention a little bit about your compatriots, Chris O'Brien, Dobro, Jeff Swanner. He's on the bass, and Matthew Burns, he's banjo. Mm-hmm. How did the five of you coalesce? Are these just buddies you knew around there, or what was the migration like? Uh, kind of just, uh, you know, referrals from people when we were looking for bandmates. You know, we met Chris. He led a band called Enchanted Ape for a lot of years. That's kind of kind of more soul, blues, Allman Brothers type stuff. He's a really good slide guitar player as well. But he was looking to move kind of more in the, uh, the acoustic direction, so uh, he ended up being a real good fit. He's a pretty good songwriter in his own right. So that's kind of where he comes from. And I'll throw in my two cents. He's great fun to watch her up on stage. I mean, he, when he lets loose, he just really shakes up that stage. Yeah. As I saw at the Great River Folk Festival. Yeah, we usually refer to him as Hotlicks. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Swanner, he's been playing the bass uh, by the sounds of it for a really long time. He just joined the group uh, about this time last year, so he's the newest member um, our original bass player uh, decided to go another direction. But uh, he's been just a great asset. He's just got really good sense of how to play the songs and not be too busy. And unfortunately, he's actually not on either of the albums, but he will be on the next one. He's got a lot of experience, probably more experience touring than anybody else. He played with a group pretty near Sandstone for about six years, I believe. He definitely has got his chops as far as the traveling and everything like that goes. Matthew Burns joined. Uh, it's been a good couple of years. He's been a pretty good asset. He's a great banjo player, a real nice guy. It uh, seems to be tough to find banjo players, so, so uh, we've tried to do our best to hold on to him. He currently lives in Winona, which uh, sometimes poses issues as far as trying to get enough rehearsals and stuff like that together. But he's a real good guy and a um, real good banjo player. And altogether, that group is the May North. We can probably squeeze in at least one more song here if we go quickly. How shall we finish off your song of the soul, George? How about we finish off with I've Been Running? And why would we do that? To be honest, I kind of just wrote this song, and I'm not even really sure what it's about, but I just I had this guitar part, and these lyrics came out, and they just it kind of wrote itself, and I'm not even really sure what influenced it. I know it's not the best story for a song, but... It's always gotten good reception from people. Definitely one of our folkier tunes. And the line in there that love has never been a strong suit of yours, is that autobiographical or is that just hypothetical? I'd say that's autobiographical. You know, I think as with anyone else, you know, I've had my 
I share a rough relationships. That's probably my favorite line in that song is, love has never been a strong suit of mine, so I guess I'll just lay down my hand. Probably my favorite line from that song. So that's how we're going to finish off George McCorkle's Song of the Soul. Again, he's with the band The May North on the web at themaynorth.com. Whilst you find them on Facebook, CD Baby, iTunes, you'll find them all the places that you'd expect to find high-quality music. I met them at the Great River Folk Festival in August. They took my breath away with their performance. Had to have them on. So we're going to finish off George's Song of the Soul with I've Been Running. Thanks so much, George, for making the great music, putting out the energy, and for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. It's been a pleasure. Remember to put the Northern Spirit Radio speaker, concert, and organic and local meal extravaganza of November 2nd on your schedule. At 4.30 that day, we'll have Will Fantle of the Cornucopia Institute talking about organic standards and the foxes in the hen house, followed by an excellent buffet meal of pizza and Middle Eastern food made especially for us from locally sourced and organic ingredients. During that meal, there'll be lots of other things going on, including sharing entries from our Turn Your Radio On lyrical contest. And the evening will be capped by concerts by the flute of Peter Fippen, the Crystal Bowls of Robbie Crawford, and the new old-style folk and gospel music of Sue West. Trot your body down to Pizza Plus on November 2nd, or maybe just mail in or PayPal us a donation and be part of an uplifting and upfilling event. Feed your body, feed your soul, turn your radio on. For more info, go to the northernspiritradio.org website and we'll close with one last song by the May North, their song, I've Been Running. See you next week for Song of the Soul.
love has never been a strong suit of mine. Well, I guess I'll just lay down my head. When will I there and leave on behind? Love on well, love on as we can. And in the morning, in the west winds, they blow me back through. Where I came from, and she said, "Oh, well, it was fun when we were young." Oh, girl, you're all I'm thinking about. And then we lie there in the warm summer sun, and I just dream of you lying. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song